Hello and welcome back to the latest Think Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. Today we talk to Dr Deirdre Kilbane from the Walton Institute in Watford about how Ireland landed a major 10 million euro project that will put the country at the centre of the creation of quantum communications infrastructure. This infrastructure will significantly improve the security and efficiency of everything from medical devices to phones and the internet of things. Uh, dear to, to begin with, uh, winning this project for Ireland, it, it's a huge honour for the country, isn't it? Well, it absolutely is. It's a huge honour for me as well to be leading it from the Walton Institute in Southeast Technological University on behalf of the Science Foundation Ireland um, Research Centre Connect. And it brings, allows us to bring in the type of quantum technology uh, in enormous quantities that we couldn't have done before. So there's mm. about €8 million Euros worth of funding dedicated to this new disruptive technology. And we're doing it alongside our collaborators in every uh, all of the 27 member states across Europe at the same time. So we're all, you know, making advancements in building these uh, quantum networks, uh, quantum communication networks. And we're also then collaborating with each other to find out, well, what's the best way to do this? Which technology should we be using? Telling each other what we find from our experiences. So in that way, then in the next phase, we'll start to make what's called the pan-European quantum communication infrastructure when we when we connect together. Now that's the thing, when, when I think about it, it's already hard to get my head around quantum computing. <laughs> and uh, I know there's a few efforts, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's companies being started in Dublin now by, by people who are leading quantum computing technology. Uh, but how, how does quantum security differ from quantum computing? Is it the same thing or is it the same principles applied to, to I mean, let's just look at security and everything else like hackers unfortunately seem to be always a couple of steps ahead of everybody else particularly in the tech industry and you know i've often heard they can be up to six to nine months ahead in terms of threat detection and when you get when you talk about quantum security i'm thinking like wait when i think of quantum computing then i'm thinking of maybe is that the same idea of making it uh using quantum physics as a way of tying up things and making them harder for hackers to break into. So uh, quantum computing has a lot of really, really good benefits for society. So when you think about it, uh, it's going to be able to solve some uh, some really, really um, complex uh, problems uh, and it'll do it much faster than uh, ordinary computers can today. But what happens even though this can be really, really useful for advancements in uh, medicine and in material science, for example, it, it can also bring with it the power of breaking current encryption um, codes. So our current encryption schemes are based on uh, difficult problems to solve, like trying to find factors, prime factors of very large numbers. So if you take this example and you multiply two prime numbers and get a really large number, that's okay. But if you work the other way around and you try to take a large number and find the prime factors, it can take a really long time on an an ordinary computer. When you do that with a quantum computer, it can do it really, really quickly because the factorization will happen uh, all at once nearly. And so this will bring more power to hackers to to basically hack current encryption schemes. So the way that we don't we don't rely on anymore then using quantum mechanics, the, the laws of quantum mechanics, we're not going to be relying on uh, trying to solve 
difficult or complex um, uh, problems where algorithms can do it more quickly. We're actually going to go to the, the physics, the quantum physics behind the photons that the information is encoded on. And we're going to use the properties of quantum mechanics that each of these photons has to secure the communication links. Um, so this is where it's very different. We're no longer relying on um, on complex uh, uh, mathematics. Now we can we can combine, we can use a number of methods, like there's something called post-quantum cryptography, and you can layer that in as well. You can, you can actually combine all these different um, encryption schemes to really, really make make the, the security um, as powerful as possible. Because that's the thing. I mean, it just scared me there. I got a bit of a fright there when you mentioned hackers having quantum computing already. And I thought, what? Um, so how does that make it, like, will, will what you guys are working on make it possible for the, I suppose, people who are doing the security to, to overtake the hackers and be one step ahead of them? I mean, as, as I mentioned, the hackers always seem to be one step ahead. And as you mentioned, quantum computing is already in their hands. That's That's terrifying already for me. So, so the, the number of qubits available at the moment is not high enough that you could, you know, break current encryption schemes. But as the number of qubits increases, um, it's estimated by about 2026, there would be a, quite a bit of probability, like one in, in seven chance of breaking encryption codes. And that goes into one in two chance by 2030. Um, but our communication, we're making uh, really big advancements worldwide in developing these quantum communication um, infrastructure, uh, and it is actually a step ahead at the moment of quantum computing. So the advancements really are, I guess in China, they have the most advanced uh, quantum network. They have a network that spans 4,600 kilometers, and it includes using their Missius satellite, which um, is a dedicated um, quantum um, experiments at space scale satellite, uh, just to demonstrate some of these kind of key techniques that would be used in a quantum network, like quantum entanglement distribution, um, QKD uh, networks. And uh, they also have a terrestrial link involving a number of cities. And already they have companies and industries and governments using um, these networks to secure the transfer of their information. Now, the interesting thing is, OK, we were, you guys are actually going to be establishing a quantum key distribution infrastructure in Ireland along the major network backbone between Dublin and Cork via Waterford. So not quite 4,600 kilometres, but still still enough to prove uh, a point. And that, that's the thing that kind of rests me as well. This, this required the creation of infrastructure to do this. So this will be Ireland's first quantum network, really. Exactly. And this is where we got the funding from um, the European Commission. Uh, they provided €5 million Euros worth of funding. And the Department of the Environment and Climate and Communications provided the match funding. It was a co-fund. So they also provided €5 million Euros worth. And out of that, €8 million Euros worth will be spent on three different types of quantum networks. So in the first instance, we're going to use quantum key distribution because it's already quite advanced. There was a precursor to um, the EuroQCI call in Europe called the Open QKD. And they had um, four really large demonstrations um, or networks that they were showcasing a number of use cases on. Uh, these use cases would be useful for government, for healthcare, for finance. But so the key quantum key distribution technology and the linking between the different nodes on a network is quite established across a number of countries that we're collaborating with. So that's going to be our first kind of demonstration. And we hope we'll get this uh, up and running by December of this year uh, within Dublin City, but also linking between Dublin and Waterford or between Waterford and Cork. 
And that will be the first phase. And in the second phase, then we're going towards a more experimental kind of uh, testing and advancing the technology. Um, we're going to use a technique called measurement device independent quantum key distribution. But we also reserved about 20% of our funding for some really exciting research to develop the quantum internet. And this will use a quantum entanglement distribution. And a lot of the devices that are needed for that are not even available yet. So you're talking about quantum repeaters and quantum memories. But this is where we have the opportunity in Ireland to start to develop them. So in Trinity College Dublin and in Walton Institute in Southeast Technological University and in the Tyndall National Institute in University College Cork, we're going to have three centres called um, their engineering and testing facilities. And this is where people can come in, uh, companies, industries, government agencies, stake key stakeholders, academia. It's really going to be open for everybody to come in, have an opportunity to see the technology, to see how they could get involved, to see if they could maybe develop some of the new technology that's needed or if their company would like to use the technology in any different way. And we'll also be providing workshops for them as well um, and lectures and demonstrations. I, I used to be a regular visit to the old TSSGOs was known where, where, where you guys were. And I, I always was blown away by the like, you know, it's it's just beside the river uh, near Waterford and you go in and it's like, you know, if at first you feel like you're going to some farm buildings, it's, it's kind of quite nice little countryside kind of area. But what goes on there is incredible. And some amazing companies have come out of there. Some amazing success stories. Companies have been bought. Uh, one company I remember being bought by Red Hat. And, you know, there's also uh, my first time ever seeing an actual or being up close with an actual supercomputer. It's it's is that still there. That's right. Um, we house the iCheck National Supercomputer K and it's in the basement. Yeah. So we would <laughs> oh, also I just, like I, to I just, make ha I just have one secure. in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd like to make a quantum secure um, supercomputer. That would be interesting. Now, that would be cool. And, 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 and the other thing I see on what I'm getting from this is that by creating this capability, it's again a strategic move in the way that this will also land us the next possible generation of not only startups, but also foreign direct investment, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. So that's another key thing. There's a, an exploitation factor to this as well. And we'd really like to get as many companies, both um, small to medium enterprises and multinationals interested in the technology and using it um, to secure really of interest to them would be to secure their intellectual property, I guess, mm -hmm. to the transfer of information relating to intellectual property. It gives us an opportunity really regionally and locally to build uh, something like this as well and to, to attract in that investment and maybe companies can can just work alongside. We've always offered the capability for research and development opportunities for companies to contact us and see what, what solutions we can provide for their challenges. And, and like, I, I take it now the Walton Institute and the now known Southeast Technological University obviously will be carrying on that, that, that flame that was lit when it was the TSSG and you know those, those, that, those kind of breakthroughs because there was always breakthroughs coming out there and there was always kind of this realization that you know it you know innovation can come from anywhere it doesn't have to be in a big city it could be in in a, in a region like southeast of ireland yeah that that's part of why we're basing it in across you know dublin city waterford in uh, waterford and Cork. We want this to have a regional and local effect and it is mm. it, along with all of the other types of um 
funding that is available regionally now, it, it's it's a really, really attractive um, test bed to have for, for people to come along and use it in a way that will, you know, advance, um, I suppose, advance their ICT systems and their their security and enhance the security of their of their the transmission of their information. But we also, I guess we're always, we've always been interested in disruptive technologies and that kind of came, okay, the TSSG was there for so long. Uh, We branched into the Walton Institute around the time when all of the research was becoming really multidisciplinary. And that's uh, about two years ago now. And we, we have a large focus on developing test beds and, and uh, laboratories. And this has really attracted the interest of a number of um, multinational companies and local companies as well. And we, we offer things. Things like um, artificial intelligence, wireless communication infrastructure and wired infrastructure, autonomous systems, pervasive sensing systems, augmented reality and virtual reality, um, data analytics, machine learning, Internet of Things. And now we're branching into the quantum and satellite communications as well, um, with the support of Jerry Horgan, who runs the t- uh, data center that we were discussing earlier, uh, along with iCheck. And, and that's the cool thing about it is that, y- you know, the point of the innovation can come from anywhere that it, uh, you know people think oh you have to be in silicon valley or you have to be in you know um some some big us university i mean tssg as it had been known has been punching above its weight for for many decades now and now as as you say the walton institute is, is carrying that flame into the quantum computing age um how does one go about competing for these projects and spotting their, those opportunities and kind of saying, well, we could be up there with the University of Heidelberg or, 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 or Oxford or any of these people and we can communicate, we can, we can, we can win these projects. I mean, how do you spot those opportunities? Is it down to the researchers themselves who are kind of working on, on pushing the, the envelope on, on new technology saying we can do this? Uh, is there, a, is there a, a certain sense of self-belief and destiny in, 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 in the Walton Institute? Yeah, so we have a very, very good track record of um, receiving funding from the European Commission. But really with this one, we were trying to find an opportunity to get into quantum communications in particular. Um, there is a quantum flagship, but that's quite that was always quite difficult to get into. Um, own, own Kenny from HEANet and Jerry Horgan and myself from Walton Institute attended some of the, the meetings that were happening to announce the EURQCI and immediately we said this is for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because I'm a principal investigator in the SFI Connect Research Centre, when we approached Dan Kilper, the director of Connect, uh, which is based in Trinity College Dublin, um, they said we would drive it together and that I've, I suppose... You need someone as well with um, the drive to do that, and you need a whole team around you to do mm. that, uh, to, to support that drive. And then we went about finding partners in Ireland that we felt could really add value to it. For example, uh, HEANet are pl- providing the networks between um, government and uh, academia, or HEIs. But we also have ESP Telecoms providing dark fiber as well um, for, for, the, for the duration of the project, which is 30 months. Um, we brought in then some of our, our key uh, members of academia to support the project. So in Tyndall National Institute, we have Professor uh, Peter O'Brien, who is really, really um, advanced in photonics. And we have a very, very good uh, base in photonics around the country uh, and a good skill set there. But he's going to use his experience in photonics and uh, the equipment, some of the equipment they already have, to develop methods for uh, packaging quantum devices for the quantum network. 
And then another person we have is Jiri Valle, who is a professor in quantum computing in Maynooth. We have uh, Dr. Venkatesh uh, Cannon from iCheck, which you mentioned, the supercomputer, and he's based in University of Galway. Um, and we have Bogdan um, Stavasky from University College Dublin and Equal One Labs, who are developing um, CMOS-based quantum computing chips. Uh, then, uh, again, the professor, Dan Kilper, the director of Connect in Trinity College Dublin, um, he is a secured funding from Science Foundation Ireland and uh, the National Science Foundation in the US in collaboration with Queen's in Belfast for uh, another project called Co-Create. Um, and that's €3 million Euros worth of funding. And that's really focused on building capacity um, to develop the quantum internet in the US, along with the Center for Quantum Networks in Arizona, Saikakuha there, and members of MIT and Harvard as well. And the, the reason we need that as well, we need people to help to, to do this as well. So we have... 8 million euros worth of funding for the quantum technology and we have a certain amount of money and we are advertising positions like research fellow positions and advanced engineers positions but we actually also need a lot more people to uh, develop out the network and to actually develop the new technology that's needed and so with the support of all these people we can actually uh, have PhD students and postdocs running mini projects related to the quantum network and securing funding themselves um, for future projects that will be will allow us to grow the quantum technology ecosystem. Um, I recently wrote about a company in Galway called Siren who uh, do uh, security technologies and uh, I've read into the backstory of that company. Um, it, it began as a kind of a uh, you know a research project in Galway, for example, uh, and that's an example. That's a prime example of, of of the potential of what can come out of all this investment Ireland's making in 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 uh, science uh, infrastructure and science uh, projects and science research. Sorry, um, do do you see? Maybe this work resulting in spin-outs emerging from 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 the Walton Institute uh, and maybe other 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 universities involved in the point of view of like startups that could be doing stuff in photonics or the next the next uh, next maybe who knows maybe the next big Irish tech success story unicorn could be a quantum security company who knows yeah absolutely so we had um, Yessa Roberts from the Quantum Delta and he's one of the chief techno quantum technology strategists in the Netherlands so he joined us for the launch of Ireland QCI at the start of the week. And um, they have a house of quantum where they have all these spin outs. And I had a really interesting discussion with them because it sounded like they had targeted all of the different parts of the quantum network that needed to be built um, that were missing. Uh, but he said, no, it naturally arose from the research that was happening uh, on quantum networks that they already have. So that's where we need to get to. And that's where we're hoping to get to within the three years that, yes, we, we, we find someone makes some discovery, uh, fundamental discovery, some engineers come along and develop it out into, as you say, a spin out company. And we'd like that to happen uh, in multiple locations. Yeah, because I do notice recently as well, um, uh, Barry Downs, who used to be from TSSG, created the Sure Valley Ventures. And they're obviously looking to invest in in in, in kind of deep tech uh, projects, perhaps quantum as well. So do you think the, uh, the funding infrastructure is going to be there to, to support these any potential spin-outs? 
I think so. I've actually never met uh, Barry Dance. Our, our, our paths didn't overlap, so um, I'd be looking forward to an introduction and I can tell them all about the opportunities that we have in quantum technology. Brilliant. Well, with that, Deirdre, thank you so much for your time. That's fascinating. I think it, I think if you ever get a chance and any reason to visit the Walton Institute, it used to be known as TSG, uh, now the South Eastern Technology, Southeast Technology University, make it a point to visit it. It's, uh, it's amazing to see and it's all happening there just outside Waterford. So thanks very much, Deirdre. You're welcome.